are now listening to Regular Guys Podcast. Don't look now, ladies and gentlemen. The NFL season is officially here. We are Regular Guys. I am your host, as always, Matty Ice, coming to you on this Wednesday morning. Special guest this week, Fez, tell the people what's good, man. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, I'm excited for the NFL season, and I'm excited to talk with you guys about the NFL season where uh, I'm excited to share some of my predictions for this year. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Fez is on here. You guys may be saying, wait a minute, I thought the the uh, breakdown of the teams were over. No, Fez is here to get us kicked off underway and also to uh, have some of his spicy hot takes of the year. Uh, trust me, you might be mad or you might agree with this guy. I guess we'll find <laughs> out when we get to that part. As always, we're also joined by Jake. Jake, tell the people what's good, man. What's up, guys? It's not only the start of the NFL season, but is the start of fantasy season. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more during the show. But we're super excited to have you guys here. Um, and we're going to have a fun show, so let's get going. Yeah, definitely. A lot to cover and so little time. Just to give a brief rundown on our show for today, uh, we're going to get into the injury front. Start us off for those who are uh, doing fantasy drafts, as Jake is doing right now as we record this show. Um, just to kind of keep you on uh, under the wraps of, as to who's hurt, who's looking to play this week. We're also going to go into some predictions of our division winners and our playoff teams going into this year. And hey, why not? Since we're already predicting, let's give you a Super Bowl matchup that we feel can happen and also maybe a sleeper matchup as well. Uh, we'll also get into our predictions of uh, each award from MVP all the way down to coach of the year. Uh, as mentioned, Fez will hit us with some hot takes and maybe me and Jake got a couple of our own that we want to get off our chest as well. And as we mentioned, fantasy football is here. Yes, the themes are done, but we still want to play this or that to help you guys with your fantasy uh, perspective of who you may be liking, who you may look to draft. But we'll also hit you with some start and sit of some fantasy matchups that we like and dislike for this week. NBA will be uh, pretty short. Got some news there, some uh, in other sports as well. And as always, your favorite, our favorite, the hype. So to get us underway, uh, injury front, just some stuff that happened. Um, looks like that the Justice Hill, the, the running back of the Ravens, tore his Achilles today at practice. Another running back of the Ravens down. I want to say he was second on the depth chart behind Gus Edwards. Um, Edwards Hilaire looks like he is good to go with an ankle. Him and Darrell Williams are expected to play this week against the Browns. Trey Waynes for Bengals fans is out, which is does not sit well when you have Justin Jefferson and, and uh, Thielen come into town. Um, it's also been reported that Saquon Barkley had no issues today at Giants practice ahead of week one. Looks to play may be limited, but uh, practice last week, full contact. Uh, everything worked out well. So we'll see. Dak is also a full go for week one, uh, Thursday nighter. And also, too, we have some um, COVID news. Safety Tyron Matthew, the honey badger of the Kansas City Chiefs, has been placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. Also, too, Zach Martin has been placed on that list. Uh, so we'll kind of see if, if he plays or not, depending on if he's vaccinated. He's got a five-day window, and I think he was placed there yesterday. So we'll see if he can't play. Obviously, that's a big blow for the uh, Dallas Cowboys going into week one. But, hey, that's as far as we have for injury news. Hopefully you're able to stay up to point on that to know 
uh, whether or not your favorite team will have a key player or missing a key player. But other than that, early predictions, we've broken down division by division, team by team, and it's been fun. We've had multiple guests come on. Now it is time for you to find out who we like for our early predictions for division winners. As always, guests go first. Fez, hit us with your early predictions for the 2021 season. Okay, so are we starting in the AFC or NFC? You can start in the AFC and just okay. work your way through through them all. All right, so my division winners, I'm choosing for the AFC East. Uh, we're going with the Buffalo Bills. I know it's not it's not anything different than what everybody else is saying, but I like the Bills a lot this year. Um, for the AFC South, I'm going with the Tennessee Titans. I just uh, I don't think the Colts. Uh, right, you can go ahead and just leave right now. We can uh, we can end this show. Jake, you good with that? Right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> well, we'll talk uh, about Carson Wentz a little later in the show, but I, I just don't think he's going to be able to compete uh, the way that the Colts need him to this year. And for the AFC North, uh, I have the Cleveland Browns. I think the momentum that they had last season is going to carry into this season, and they're going to outscore what the Ravens can do. The Steelers are going to be bad, in my opinion. And I I just think that the Browns are the team that you got to look out for. And... Of course, the AFC West, Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, what else are you going to pick there? Yeah, uh, so I guess what we'll do is we'll we'll go AFC with who we feel wins division, then we'll each get into our um, uh, wild card pick. So, Jake, go ahead. Well, first, Jake, is there anything here on, on Fez's division winners that you disagree with? And if not, go ahead and hit us with your division winners in the AFC. Um, I think it's the AFC South. I think it's going to be the Colts that take it. Um, that's We'll get into a little bit more, but I really do like the Colts this year. Um, but for my division winners, they're basically the same besides the Colts. Um, I do have the Bills in the AFC East. Uh, AFC West, we all know how I feel about the Chiefs. I think they go undefeated and win the Super Bowl this year. Um, and then for the AFC North, I do have the Browns taking that one for the AFC North and then AFC South. I'm going to go Colts. Yeah, uh, I agree there with you, Jake. Um, the I, I could understand if Indy's team was a lot worse. And I understand, Fez, where you're coming from and where a lot of people are coming from of can Wentz be this, can Wentz be that. But, I mean, if you look at what Phillip Rivers was – didn't throw nothing over 30 touchdowns and threw only 11 picks, which was a big, you know, step to him after throwing, coming off a season, throwing 20 something. So to me, if you're saying Carson Wentz can be that, then yes, he's broken. But to me, he can be that and just a little bit better because his ability to run, but that's just me. I don't know if you have anything else to add to that or you want to wait to your hot takes. Yeah. I mean, I agree with uh, your Wentz take. It's just everything that we saw from him last year. I don't know if he can ever be that quarterback again. 
maybe with Reich he can get that confidence back. But as and of I get right that. now, yeah, I'm not sure. I get that. And that was what people said last year with Phillip Rivers. Hey, Phillip Rivers just had almost close to the Jameis Winston 30 for 30 experiment. So I get it. You need to see it. Um, hopefully you all can see it. But now going into our AFC wildcard teams, I'll start off this time. So I would be foolish if I didn't have the Tennessee Titans on here. That offense will be top five, maybe top two in the league. I have definitely having them with uh, uh, the fifth spot. Sorry. Um, I'm going to throw the Chargers on there as the sixth spot. So I have Titans, Chargers. Now, my last team changed once Cam Newton got cut. It was originally the Pats because I felt like Cam wouldn't have a great season, but would do a lot better than last year. The defense is revamped. Uh, Bill Belichick spent that stimulus check, went out and got everybody. But Cam got cut. I'm going to go with the Dolphins as the seventh team to make uh, the playoffs. I want to believe in Tua, and I hope he really does take that next step. He looked pretty good in the preseason. Um, granted, had you know a couple of bad throws here and there, but I mean, what quarterback won't? Um, it's really if the O line can protect them, I I feel like bigger things will obviously happen. Defense is is pretty legit, so we'll see there. But those are my three AFC uh, wild card teams. Uh, Jake, you got anything to add to that? If not, show us your teams. Yeah, so for the wild card, I agree with the Chargers. I actually love the Chargers. I think they're the only team in the AFC West that can challenge the Chiefs. Um, so I love them coming out for the wild card. Um, I do have the Titans. The only reason why I have the Colts ahead of the Titans is because the Colts have a better defense as a whole. Um, the, the Titans do have a lot of pieces missing in their defense. And then they drafted a lot of corners that are young, but we know what happens with corners when they're thrown into the fire without any preparation, without anyone, you know, teaching them. They get burned. We saw with Minnesota last year. Minnesota, Dallas, all young corners just get torched. Um, so I think that's what's going to happen with the Titans, but I do like them coming out for a wild card. And then just, just to have fun, because we have the guy that's here to do cold takes, just to have some fun with it. I'm going to have the Jets coming out with a wild card. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. We got to go with the theme for for this episode, right? Oh, no. we have the Jets coming out with a We're wild card. starting with the hot take. But realistically, I think it's the Dolphins. But just to have fun, I'm going to say the Jets. <laughs> Fans, I already know you got something to say, man. Hit us with it. All right. Well, first <laughs> of all, the Jets. I mean, you might as well just throw your pick in the garbage. <laughs> um. <laughs> So I'm surprised neither of you said the Ravens. I I think the Ravens are still a very good team in the AFC. Maybe they do take a step back this year, but that's I feel that's only because the Browns are just that much better. Now I also have the Dolphins making it, but that I'll say that that is my Homer hat on. Um, I don't know. The AFC is so deep that it could be so many other teams but my dark horse pick is the broncos i feel that with teddy he adds a level of consistency that defense is no joke and they have the best wide receiver core in the nfl in my opinion if they can win 
games by stopping opponents' offenses, I think that they could pose a very good threat to a lot of different teams. Now, they're not going to beat the Chiefs, but who is, really? Yeah, and you know what? I I would agree with that one. If there was a team I had to take off, and again, I'm not playing the homer card. Obviously, I'm a Colts fan. Um, I just I want Tua to succeed, but as far as like team legit ready, <clears throat> as you mentioned, Teddy Two Gloves is very conservative. He's not going to turn the ball over. He's going to make his first read and and kind of I want to say dink and dunk, but he will take the deep shot there. Obviously, they got KJ Hamler and crew as far as your deep threats, Judy and crew. Um, I like it. I do like it. I just I I guess I just want to see it happen. Um, I do think it was the right start, although I like Locke more because of the intangibles. He's just inconsistent. So I get why you go Teddy Two Gloves there. Jake, you got anything to add to that? Um, I actually agree uh, with the Broncos, too. We, we love the Broncos here. Um, that defense is legit. Um, it's no question about the defense. Um, it's just I agree with Teddy B being very conservative, but also in this league, you need to be able to take that that shot you have to be able to say i'm just gonna throw it deep we have it i'm not afraid to yeah it's good to be conservative but sometimes you have to be aggressive especially in that division um the only thing the only team holding that division back from being really probably one of the best divisions is the consistency of the raiders if the raiders could build some type of team around Derek carr because i don't think it's Derek carr's fault i think this is probably one of the best divisions in the nfl I would agree. Well, um, I'll talk. I'll save my talk about the Chargers later, but <laughs> I do not think that they are a playoff team, and I'll, I'll discuss why later on. Yeah, we're all chomping at the bit to get to these hot takes, as you guys can tell. Hey, we thank you again for joining us Wednesday morning, regular guys podcast. Now we will be going to our NFC teams that we feel will win each division. Uh, Fez, take it away, man. All right, so starting in the East, I have the Washington football team. And in the North, I'm going with Green Bay, uh, South, Tampa Bay, and in the West, I'm going with the Rams. So kind of a lot more chalk in the NFC, but the NFC is not nearly as deep as the AFC is. Yeah, I honestly, I had a feeling for the most part, our AFC picks would kind of be the same. Maybe a little, you know, one or two here would be different, but I honestly think we're all going to have maybe one team that's alike, and I think it's just going to be the Bucks. But J.K., you got anything to add to that? Uh, no, I kind of agree. Um, when it comes into the wild card, I think that's where it's going to get a little uh, more spicy, if you want to say, with our picks and our takes of who makes the wild card. But I think division leaders, we already know who it's going to be going into the season. That's what your division winners think, guy. All right. So for the NFC East, this one's tough because um, I'm trying to be realistic here. If you say so the I'm, Giants, I promise. No, I'm. I'm gonna this. go. I'm gonna go Washington as the okay. division winners. Um, I was. It's. It was either them or Dallas for the division leader. But I do like watch. I do like Ryan Fitzpatrick a lot this year. Um, so I'm gonna go Washington for the East. For the NFC West, I'm going to go Rams. For the North, I'm going to go Packers. And then for the South, I'm going to go the Bucks. 
So I'm a little different from you guys. The only team that I would agree on that we have a unanimous agreement is the Bucks. I do think the Dallas Cowboys win the division. Um, Dak is back. That brings a whole lot of success to the offense. Now you're probably saying the defense, Matt, the defense, the ceiling is falling. What are you talking about? They have back corners. The scheme of the Dallas Cowboys that they were playing last year was not them. For them to go from the previous year to be, I would say, solid. I'm not going to say elite, but they were nowhere near horrible. And then to just instantly fall off like that. And we all agree it was mainly the corner spot. Um, I feel like corners take a little bit more time to develop. Uh, Diggs and, and crew there. It's, it's going to take a little bit, but I do like them because I feel like the front seven improve. Michael Parsons, who we'll get to later on in the awards uh, for me. I got to go Dallas. They got the better quarterback. They have the better weapons. CeeDee Lamb, Mark Cooper, Gallup. I do think Zeke uh, takes a, a uptick this year um, as far as uh, his production. And again, I got to side with you guys differently. I'm going Minnesota. Now you may say, Matt, what are you talking about? Kirk is killing his team. He's not wearing a mask, this and that. Man, that team is stacked. It's, it's stacked. I get it. But to me, Packers haven't done really anything for me to say they're they're going to repeat. With the drama that's still there, although it's died down, I feel like, again, they have a good year. I do, and we'll get into that. I do have them making a wild card. I just like Minnesota a lot more. Obviously, the Bucks. The rest of your division is not as good and not ready to challenge you right now. And I got to go with the Rams. Uh, Matt Stafford is a upgrade over Goff, and defense is still pretty legit. So Minnesota and Dallas is where I, I'm a little different from you guys, though. But other than that, unanimous pig bucks for sure. I just don't see how they don't unless they get multiple injuries. But what do you got to add to that, Fez? I understand what you're saying about the Cowboys. Um, they definitely have a lot more talent in the skill positions, and I do like what they batted with Micah Parsons, and we'll get to that later on in the show as well for me. And the only thing is, is I don't trust McCarthy as a coach, and I feel like R Ron Rivera is going to win Washington games while McCarthy's probably going to cost the Cowboys games. But that's just my opinion. I can understand that. I think that's a fair take of coaching winning the games and coaching losing the games. I, I could definitely see that. Jake, you got anything to add? Yeah, I, I actually 100% agree. That's the one thing about Dallas I don't like is the coaching. Uh, Mike McCarthy, I don't like him as a coach. I think the reason he still has a job is because you had two of the greatest quarterbacks in the last 30 years under your belt, which was Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Besides that, I don't think he's that great of a head coach. Um, so I do think that's the reason why Ron Rivera wins. He took a team to the Super Bowl. He knows what it takes. And granted, he had Cam, which was MVP Cam, but you know the defense wasn't that great. You only had a few strong pieces. As a whole, they were pretty average. Um, but it was more of Cam Newton giving him an offense. So I do think head coach is the reason why Dallas kind of falls. Same thing with the Chargers last year. It wasn't that the team was bad. The coach lost them a lot of games last year. I would agree. I'd agree with that take. Now going into our NFC wild card. 
I'll start off. I have the Arizona Cardinals making it um, between them and the Rams. I really do think it's going to be a battle for the division, but because the Rams have the better defense is why I have them winning. Um, I think offensively the Cardinals may be better uh, than the Rams going into this year. Um, my other team, I'm going Washington. I do think the, the Washington football team, uh, I do think they make it. Um, I do like Fitzpatrick there, Gibson, Scary Terry, who's on my fantasy team, and uh, Curtis Samuel as well. Um, and then uh, I'll put Green Bay in there. I don't think Green Bay doesn't make the playoffs at all. I do think they make it. I just – I think they come back down a notch after a – Aaron Rodgers seems like do it all year. Devontae Adams do it all year. Again, you didn't really make any adjustments. You didn't really add anybody. You added a fast corner because he ran a 4-2-7, and you had to throw somebody out there so you wouldn't get burned by Scotty Miller anymore. I get it, but it's really not that big of an upgrade to me. I mean, yeah, you got Randall Cobb as well. Hey, good for you. But other than that, that's who I have. Um, Jake, who you got for the NFC wild card? So for the wild card, I'm going to go for the NFC West. I'm going to pick the Cardinals. Um, I think it's between them and the 49ers. I don't think Seattle gets close to making the playoffs this year. Um, so, But I'm going to go Cardinals because I like their offense a lot more, especially with Kyler Murray. Then for the North, I'm going to go Minnesota. Um, I do like – I don't think it's going to be a blowout between Packers and Vikings. I think it's going to be really close to decide who gets a division. And then the other person just gets the wild card. So I can see either one winning the division, but one of them's going to be division, obviously, and then one's going to be wild card. And then this last pick, I do want to go the easy route, say the Cowboys, but I really, really like this team going into the year. And I really hope this quarterback succeeds because I know it wasn't his fault last year. Oh, no, he's saying Panthers. But I do like the Panthers as a team this year. Oh, no. Get the wild card. <laughs> Hey, Andrew has me feeling with you know these cold takes spicy. Like, let's keep it going. <laughs> this guy, Go but ahead, I have Pez. my I have my reasons for Caroline. I thought cold takes was my, uh, <laughs> my was my specialty, but I guess Jake's uh, trying to beat me there. All right, <laughs> Fez, hit us with your NFC wild card predictions. So for my wild card, I have the 49ers making it. I think that they are the second most complete team in the NFC West. I feel like behind the Rams, but I also feel like the Rams are an injury or two away from just being bad with the 49ers. I feel like Trey Lance is going to come in and he's going to be able to elevate this team to what Garoppolo wasn't able to do. I also have the saints I feel like we're going to get Jameis Winston, uh, the best Jameis Winston we've ever seen in the NFL. Uh, he's going to have a 30-touchdown type season, but uh, it's not going to be no 30 interceptions because he's got that vision at 2020 now. So maybe we'll start talking <laughs> about him 20 for 20. So, And then I also have the Cowboys making it. I, I think that you have to have the Cowboys in – and the football team both making it. I think they're very good teams. Uh, I don't see the Panthers being there whatsoever. And we'll get to the Cardinals and uh, hot takes later on. Yeah, I I like the card. I mean, the Cardinal, the Panthers pick. I really do. I just think 
that it's a little bit too much to say, hey, Sam Darnold, take us to the playoffs. I do think he has a good year. Don't t- don't get me wrong there. I just don't think this team's ready yet. They're so young, completely young. I think a season or two, I do think, again, Darnold is their guy. I just personally don't think it's, I'm ready for them. Your Saints pick, however, I'm not going to say I'm shocked, and I'm not going to say, you know, like, how could you? I, I can see it a little bit. I'm just there with everybody else. And last taste of Jameis Winston I got is that 30 for 30 chasing <laughs> Winston, man. I got to get that out. I'm not a – he's still in crab. And no, I'm playing. Uh, <laughs> I just – I'm not sure yet. And we'll see. We'll see. I think he provides a much bigger arm perspective than Drew Brees, and he can kind of open up the offense more. Um, had they had a a – non-diva michael thomas back i probably then would definitely agree with you but callaway show promise but and smith is there but these are also guys who have also been there for a couple years and now you're also sudden asking them to show up but they've been there for a while and they haven't shown up so I wouldn't be surprised if the saints are one of the teams that are trading for a wide receiver before the trade deadline and that wouldn't shock me. That I had another thought, but I forgot about it. So, <laughs> Jake, you got anything to add to that? That's the only reason I don't like the Saints is their wide receiver core. It is not good. It's not even wide receivers. Like, they don't even have a good tight end. You have Topman that you're hoping has a solid or a decent year. You're not even solid. You just hope he's available. I mean, they've been relying on Jared Cook for the last couple seasons, and he was – pretty good but he wasn't anything spectacular so your your wide receiver core isn't great and if you're just relying on kamara please just don't you're gonna burn him to the ground and then if you do make the playoffs you're not gonna have a running back for you um that's the only it's not Jameis. it's just the people around him um that's the only thing i believe in Jameis. he has the arm and i love the gunslinger mentality yeah. where hey the guy's open i trust my arm i can make that pass um, so I, it's not him that I'm necessarily worried about. It's just the receivers around him. Like Callaway showed promise for a game, but it's not like something that you're like, oh, I'm set. Callaway's the guy. Yeah, the, the games are definitely going to see. We'll see, you know, in the upcoming. It's kind of hard to get a real sample size or a real gist of what's going to happen. I mean, and it was the Jags uh, in preseason, but it was also a beautiful throw. And not to take anything away from it, it was also a beautiful catch as well. Um, and I agree hundred percent. I, it's not Jameis, but I do want to see the, the Jameis from FSU. Yeah. Although I hated that Jameis cause I'm a Gators fan, but just show me not 30 for 30, which is still anything you could be 30 for 15. And it would still be better than that. So. And with the Panthers, the reason why I picked them. Yeah. They went five and 11. Okay. But I do think Sam Darnold is a way better, like, oh, extreme upgrade over Teddy B. Um, his talent was never questioned. You have receivers that couldn't get open because he's not a guy that will just target one guy. He gets who's ever open. And the reason why Crowder was always the one receiving the passes is because Crowder was the best route runner and he would get open. Um, it's 
So, and they have route runners. He loves Robbie Anderson. They took him away from the Jets last year. He didn't have Robbie Anderson. He's going to have that connection that he already has. DJ Moore is an incredible wide receiver. A lot of people, he's underrated to a lot of a lot of people. And then CMC's back. CMC really takes a lot of pressure and stress off of your quarterback. When you can just dink and dunk to him and you just throw a two, three-yard pass and he takes it for 20 or 30 yards, that helps you a lot as a quarterback. So that's why – and, again, I if they don't make the playoffs, I'm not going to be like, what? That's insane. They didn't make it? I'm just going to – but you're going to see improvements that show it's not Sam Darnold's fault about what happened with the Jets. I got you. I got you. I can I can get down with that. I mean, I mean, I agree, but I can get down with your. I just uh, picked them just to have fun. I do think it's gonna be Dallas that takes the wild card. Yeah. Um, it's either Dallas or Washington if you want to be realistic. But to have fun with it, I did pick the Panthers because they have a lot of upside. But if something doesn't work out, it's gonna make sense too because they're extremely young. Yeah. The one thing I would say about Darnold is that he is escaping the Gase effect, so that could propel him to be a much better quarterback but time will tell yeah yeah now that we have decided who we feel our predictions of the divisions and our afc and nfc wildcard teams will be it's time to get in what we feel will be the super bowl matchups a realistic one and also one that we could kind of see brewing depending on the if the ifs so to speak go in these teams way Fez, hit us with your realistic Super Bowl matchup for this 2021 season. All right. I'm going with Kansas City versus Los Angeles Rams. So boring. (laughs) I don't think it's that boring. I don't think it's boring. I I mean, Aaron Donald versus... Versus, uh, versus the the offensive line of the Chiefs revamped. I don't think it's as boring. Jalen Ramsey versus Tyreek Hill. Oh, sign me up for that. It's not about the matchups being boring because it will be it would be a fun game. It's the conclusion of the NFL season just surmised into one line, and it's what we all think is going to happen. So if it actually happens, you're going to be like, ah, oh, well, what's the point of the NFL season? I got but you. With that being said. That never happens. I got you. Jake, your Super Bowl matchup for this year. So, Andrew's matchup is the one that I want to see. The one that I think is going to be realistic is going to be Chiefs and Bucks. I think it's going to be a rematch. Until I see somebody or take down Pretty Boy Tom or until I see that, you know, Father Time has finally caught up to him, I I can't I can't say – Brady's not going to take the Bucks to the Super Bowl. From the second half of the season going to the playoffs, they got better each and every week. He didn't have OTAs. He barely had time to build any type of reputation or, you know, camaraderie with the guys. So he's doing it throughout the season. They kept getting better and better each week. And I just feel like they're just going to be even better this season. And you know what? On that note, I'm going to second that. Um, Chiefs-wise, the fact that, I mean, Mahomes is out here doing yoga, throwing <laughs> bombs and passes. And, I mean, if you listen to the, <clears throat> excuse me, mic'd up of the Bucks, you got Mike Evans and um, what's his name? I can't think Godwin. of Godwin. Godwin, there. I was about to say Galladay. They're over here saying, 
that this guy is Houdini. I don't understand how these passes are getting there. And it's like these passes are also catching the receivers and running backs off guard because obviously they're dropping it. I don't really think that they expected him to throw it. <clears throat> so in the revamped offensive line, Thune, Brown, it's just a lot better. Um, I do feel like they go back and I'm there with you on the Bucks. I just, they're loaded offensively, defensively. They've added a, a sleeper defensive lineman, uh, yes. Tryon, who a lot of people will say, okay, cool. He may not start, but man, when you need a little breather for uh, Barrett and crew and whatnot and uh, JPP, he's going to be able to come in and give you that still that much needed boost, that freshness to keep those guys fresh as well. So, and again, until pretty boy Tom shows us his, that he's legit 43 and can't throw, I just have to, I got to go with them. I hope yeah. somebody shows me otherwise, but as of right now, realistically, I have a rematch, but I have the Chiefs winning on that rematch. Yeah, and I really like the Rams. Like, I would love to see that. I think that's something that I would like to see over the Bucks going there because um, I do think the team has it. But, like, again, Brady's out here doing interviews saying, I can throw the ball just as well as I did when I was 25. So if he feels that way with his body – Cause he's also being realistic saying he's not going to play another 10 years. Like he knows that about himself either, but for him to say, I can throw the ball the exact same way I was when I was 25, but he just has the veteran mindset. That's kind of dangerous. Yeah. Fred, you got anything to add to that? I, I definitely understand uh, putting the bucks back there. I just think that it's going to be, it's hard to repeat. Uh, Super Bowl wins and for us to have the same exact matchup that's that's really hard to do I feel like Mahomes is a transcendent player and he's able to do that not that Brady isn't with all of his uh, Super Bowl titles but he's still 43 years old Mm -hmm. and who knows what that body can handle and if he's facing the Rams and Aaron Donald's putting him on the ground multiple times I I don't think Brady's Brady because he can't handle being hit like that anymore. No, and it's true because yeah. that's all the L's that or two of the L's that he took in the Super Bowl was because of defense, which was the Giants. That D line, both of those D lines caused so much pressure on Tom Brady that he it was really hard for him to maneuver and do what he has to do. And he's way older now, like like Andre said. So that could definitely happen. Uh, but with the additions they made on the offensive line, like you still have Tristan Wirfs was probably the best offense, like the best rookie offensive lineman for a couple drafts. Like he was insane on how good he was. So it's, I would just have him guarding. Um, if you could make the line, you know, get him playing guard. If you have to follow uh, Aaron Donald, I don't know if you can. Matt will probably say if it's this possible is not for an offensive lineman yeah, to do that. But yeah, this is not mad, bro. I mean, he he does play outside. Aaron Donald does play outside. He's kind of moves around, but he's going to want to attack the uh, the, the more weaker offensive lineman. But going into some sleeper Super Bowl picks, I'm going to start here. Now you guys are probably going to say, Matt, what are you doing? I'm going to be a homer. Sleeper pick for the Super Bowl again. The sleeper teams have to have a lot of their ifs go right. I'm going to say Colts Rams. 
Colts Rams Super Bowl. I feel like our biggest if is Carson Wentz defense. I feel it's going to put a lot of you guys on notice this year. Uh, Quiddy Pay is as good as advertising. Uh, don't forget, we got old big D foe sitting there in the middle with the maniac on that side. And we also got some good defensive backs, uh, Justin Blackman, Kari Willis, just to name a few. Uh, but the if is definitely Carson Wentz. Don't you don't even got to give me 2017 him. If you do give me 2017 him, for sure, Super Bowl. Give me Phillip Rivers of last year. And I still think that's pretty good. Better offense. Jonathan Taylor is, is on a mission this year to, to prove he's of the elite. I just, as a sleeper pick, and again, it's got to go right to ifs. Rams, as far as why they're at if, um, it's more so the depth of the team. More so of the defensive side. And, yeah, Aaron Donald's there, Jalen Ramsey. It's just uh, – you hope they don't get hurt and that the depth can give them some much needed production as the season goes on to get there. So that's my uh, sleeper pick for the Super Bowl Colts Rams. Last time the Colts were there at the big dance, I had to watch Tracy Porter pick off Peyton Manning and take it to the crib. And it was not pretty. I cried. I cried so much. That night. Uh, Fez, hit us with your sleeper pick, man. Well, just to go off the, the Colts, uh, I think the, there's another if I'm not too big on the Colts wide receiver room. And I get that. I get that. As well as that, it's kind of hard to make the Super Bowl when you don't make the playoffs. Oh no, we got to end the show right now. So, um, <laughs> so my sleeper pick is uh, the Cleveland Browns versus the San Francisco 49ers. I feel like the 49ers are the team that if they, like you said, if, if they can stay healthy and put it all together, they could have the best team with the best, one of the best coaches, the Browns. If you get prime Odell back and you have Jarvis Landry, uh, Chubb and Hunt uh, rushing one of the best O-lines in the out there, I think, uh, the Browns are can do special things this year. I can see that. I, I for me the the if isn't Odell. For me the if is Baker. I get for, the Odell. Sure. I get the Odell, but I think their offense is predicated on the run. That you don't. Yeah, I mean, again, you'll take Odell one handed catch. Odell, blah blah. blah. You definitely take that. That just adds another element. I just think uh, Stefanski has created it towards their run first and Baker just kind of hit the right guy, hit the open guy. Don't force nothing, which I'm big on the Browns. I was really happy with their success last year, but uh, Jake hit us with your sleeper pick. All right. So for my sleeper pick, and this is by going off of everything goes perfect for the teams. Uh, They don't suffer crazy injuries where they're players that they need. Um, are down for more than probably two weeks. So with that being said, uh, for the AFC, I do like the Chargers. Um, I love, love, love the offense. Um, You do have Lombardi coming over from New Orleans. And as we can tell, New Orleans has had one of the best offenses in the last who knows how many years since Brees has been there. Um, I'm not quite sure how much Lombardi has been there for them. Um, I know it's been a while. 
So I love that offense. You have Herbert that can actually throw more than Breeze. So you just open up the playbook for him. So I'm going to go Chargers for the AFC. And then for NFC, and it's – now this team is in the division of my favorite team, but I love Washington so much. Um, them making the Super Bowl. They almost gave the Bucks a run for their money last um, in the playoffs. So imagine you actually have a decent quarterback with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Things can happen in the playoffs. So I – that, that would be a sleeper pick for me. That'd be a really fun Super Bowl. Uh, Chargers and Washington teams that you probably wouldn't even think of making it that far, but it'd be super fun. And there you have it, folks. Our predictions, division winners, wildcard teams, Super Bowl matchups, realistic and non-realistic, maybe a sleeper pick. Um, but now we're going to uh, move into uh, these uh, predictions of these awards. Um, we'll, we'll each go through our list um, because we really want to get to these hot takes in uh, our fantasy uh, football um, segment as well. So with our predictions for each award, I will start us off uh, for MVP. I'm going Kyler Murray and no, not because he's on my fantasy team. I do think it's just, I feel like each year he's gotten better. <laughs> I feel like each year he's gotten better. And I, I just feel like this is his year. I have that Lamar Jackson, Fez called it MVP feeling. I'm hoping I'm right. Offensive player of the year. I'm going to go with the guy who I feel will be runner up. I got Josh Allen. Um, defensive player of the year. This one was really a toss up between two defensive ends, Miles Garrett and Chase Young. I'm going Miles Garrett. Um, rookie of the year is also my offensive rookie of the year. This one may surprise you guys. It's not Sunshine. I repeat, it is not Jennifer Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence. I'm going Zach Wilson, baby. I just feel like he's been given the green light to do whatever and whenever at the line of scrimmage, throwing-wise. He's probably got the best arm out of all the rookie quarterbacks. Um, defensive rookie of the year, as much as I wanted to say Quiddy Pay, I might have a man crush on Michael Parsons. Just watching this guy play the four three speed he ran at his combine, it was that's just crazy. You're a linebacker, man. You should not be able to run that fast. Sideline to sideline can blitz, can tackle, can cover. I'm a big uh, believer on Michael Parsons for defensive rookie of the year, uh, comeback player of the year. I'm gonna go CMC. I feel like uh, CMC is gonna come back with a little bit of chip on his shoulder to show that he's still that guy. Obviously, fantasy owners everywhere would love to hear that. Um, and for my final take, coach of the year, this one is probably going to surprise. I'm going Brandy, Brandon Staley of the Los Angeles Chargers. I feel like them, they've, they've gone offensive coach for the majority of the last couple of years. Going defensive coach, switching it up a little bit, I think is going to do them some, some wonders this year. But that's what I have for my awards. Uh, Fez, before you get into yours, you got anything to add to that before you tell us your award winners? I will save some of my talk about uh, the San Diego Chargers. And, oh, sorry, Oof, Los Angeles Chargers. Disrespect. Until, Chargers, um, well, there are no Chargers fans, but – um wow but for right about I'll, I'll save my 
talk about the Los Angeles Chargers for hot takes. Hit us with your award winner, sir. All right. So for MVP, I have uh, Patrick Mahomes. I just think that he's going to win it and going away with it. Now for Offensive Player of the Year, I feel like it should be whoever the MVP is. But I have Derrick Henry. Um, For Defensive Player of the Year, I went with Chase Young. But I could definitely see Miles Garrett getting it. I could see... Aaron Donald getting it for rookie of the year. I have Trey Lance. I think that he's going to do special things with the 49ers. I just don't feel like the other rookies are going to have as successful of a year to be the rookie quarterbacks. I should say aren't going to have as successful of a year as Trey Lance is going to. For offensive rookie of the year, I'm kind of going uh, a little homer, but uh, I think Jalen Waddle's going to get it. I think he's going to be lighting it up on the offensive side, and I think he's going to be better than the other three wide receivers taken, uh, the other two wide receivers taken before him. And for defensive rookie of the year, I'm also taking Micah Parsons. I feel like he's going to help the Cowboys immensely. For comeback player of the year, it's rare, but it's actually not going to be an injured player that I choose chose. It's uh, Jameis Winston as the comeback player of the year. Um, it was given to Philip Rivers once before when, when he had a bad year. I think Jameis Winston is prime for comeback player of the year. And coach of the year, I have Ron Rivera. I think what he's going to do with the Washington football team is going to surpass him usually it goes to rookie head coaches so i i see that i could you could nominate the chargers head coach but i i do think ron rivera is going to get it this year jake you got anything to add to that before you uh give us your list um i actually do love the winston pick it's very different um for comeback player of the year and i'm actually i I kind of agree. Like, if you go try to be different, you just don't want – because obviously I think it's going to be Christian McCaffrey come back from an injury. But I love the take of Winston finally being able to start again, and he just does a complete 360 and has a great year. So I can see that being a reason for comeback player of the year. Uh, but for my awards, what I have going into the season, for MVP, um, I do have Patrick Mahomes. Um, I do think it will be him or Josh Allen. But I think Mahomes, by going undefeated, which I think the Chiefs will do, uh, he'll he'll be the unanimous MVP. For Offensive Player of the Year, I'm gonna go Christian McCaffrey. I think they'll give that award to a running to an actual running back who deserves it. Um, I think he's gonna have an incredible year, probably one of his best seasons he's had ever. Uh, Defensive Player of the Year. Until I can see someone stop this guy, it's gonna be Aaron Donald. I just don't see how it'll be anyone else for defense. Defensive player of the year. Uh, rookie of the year, I have it being Zach Wilson also. Um, just because out of the quarterbacks, um, Trey Lance, I feel like the only way he starts is if Jimmy G1 gets hurt or just completely just is really bad. And in, only, in order for him to be really bad, I think everyone around him is going to be hurt, which is a possibility with the 49ers. And I think that's when you'd probably throw Trey Lance in is if you feel like the playoffs are out of your reach. Um, and then for defensive rookie of the year, 
I actually like it was either JC Horn or Patrick Sertain. Those are my two guys that I really like. Those two corners are set up. They've done nothing but, you know, get praise from their coaches. So I think it'll be one of them. And then Patrick Sertain with being so much players around him on the defense that can actually help him. I think he'll actually have a way, a really good year. Um, coach of the year or comeback player of the year, I should say. I don't think CMC will win two awards. Um, so I didn't. Uh, I, I want to say it'll be probably like uh, Matt Stafford, even though I don't think it's really a comeback because he didn't have a bad year. But I feel like people will think he did because the Lions team was so bad. But I can see him with the Rams just lighting it up. And then coach of the year, I think it's going to be Robert Sala. Only because you're going from such a bad organization to now someone, an organization that's trying to do things right, it's going to be like something completely different. They may only win four or five games, but it's going to look so much better than what it did before that you're just going to give so much praise to Robert Sala. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like Coach of the Year is success, and I don't know if I have the Jets finishing off with the winning record. I get what you mean by it. And I could definitely understand that if that's what they were really doing for coach of the year. I just don't think – I do think it will be an upgrade. I just don't have them with the winning record that he will win it. I, it's probably honorable mention he may get a vote or two. But, yeah, Reggie, you got anything to add? Yeah, so coach of the year never wins unless they actually make the playoffs. Um, I believe when Flores was in the first year at the Dolphins, uh, they didn't make the playoffs, and, I mean, he – did so much with so little that year and he got votes, but you have to make the playoffs to win coach of the year. Yeah. And one other thing about comeback player, my second choice was Dak Prescott. I think that he can definitely uh, win comeback player of the year. If he sets, um, if he just does what he he's been doing 40 touchdowns and yeah, all the yards. Yeah, I like it, gentlemen. I like it a lot. But hey, before we get into those hot takes, we're at a good spot right now to take a little bit of a halftime and hear a word from our sponsor. Insane Auto Detailing is the place to call for your auto detailing needs. Don't have time to wait for hours at the car wash? Our mobile detailing unit will come right to your doorstep, saving you time and energy. At Insane Auto Detailing, we offer a wide range of services from basic interior, exterior cleaning, shampoo, paint correction, and ceramic coatings. We are trained professionals here to get the job done right the first time. Call or text 239-362-4299 to schedule your appointment today. Insane Auto Detailing, taking pride in your ride. And just like that, we're back. We thank our friends over at Insane Auto Detailing so much for sponsoring this week's show. Hey, if you got a ride, make sure you take some pride in it with uh, calling them up and uh, scheduling them to come and clean your ride up. Uh, they do great work. I know we've had them uh, clean our cars a couple of times and have always left us satisfied. So make sure you hit them up on their IG page uh, for their services. But now, ladies and gentlemen, 
we are at the point where everyone has waited for. Oof. It is hot takes segment. Uh, for those of you who do not know, Fez might be the, the king of hot takes each and every year. He has them. So it was only right that he come on the show and share his hot takes with you, the regulars. So we are going to let Fez take over right now and give us his hot takes for a 2021 season. Uh, buyer beware. Pay attention to our faces if you're on YouTube. It's about to get hot in here. <laughs> Let's take it away. So let me start off by saying I'm wrong a lot with these, but I'm also right a couple of times. I predicted <laughs> Lamar Jackson MVP. I, I was the first one to say Breeze can't throw more than 10 yards. Uh, so, so some of these might sound outlandish, but some of these are going to actually happen. So my first thing is Herbert sophomore slump in a big way. First of all, coaching. It's terrible. All right. This coach. Yeah. He's made his way through, but he started in division two. Then he made it to the Rams as a defensive coordinator. Okay. The Rams defense, it, it's propelled by its superstars, not by any scheme. So that coaching staff, along with Lombardi, guess who calls the plays in the, for the saints? It's not Lombardi. It's been Sean Payton for years. It's, it's a bad coaching staff. It's not going to be Herbert focused. And Herbert's going to have a sophomore slump. That doesn't mean that I don't think he's going to be bad, but he's not putting up over 4,000 yards, maybe because of 17 games, but that's about it. All right. We're getting, there. We're getting there. It's, it's spicy. It's spicy, but I feel like Fez is holding back. So I'm going to save my, I'm going to save it for, because I feel like he's just, I feel like he's kind of giving you guys a little, all right, you know, let me give you a little dab of some Taco Bell, you know, spice sauce, just a little bit. So you hey, haven't hit the Diablo yet. We're yeah, on we haven't the, got to the Diablo on the yet. Mile. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Fez. <laughs> I'm going to keep on going. All right. Mac Jones, who everybody's hot on right now. Guess what? He's going to have an extremely mediocre rookie season. He's not going to be good. Patriots are winning seven games. I actually kind of agree with that. Uh, yeah, I'm there with you on that one. All right. I like that one. Kirk Cousins. Hey, there's a reason why I didn't put the Vikings in the playoffs. He's going to cost the Vikings a trip to the playoffs because he's going to miss a game because of his vaccination status. He's going to be gone the week of, and I'm getting specific here. He's going to be gone when they need to win to clinch a playoff spot, and they're going to lose because of that. Oh, he gave us the time and everything. Yeah, he gave us the time, the date. Because it's going to happen. Wearing, you know, everything. COVID's going to be a lot worse in the winter than it is right now. I so, okay, okay, okay. Especially in the northern cities. All right. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury is the first coach to be fired this year. Okay. He, the, the Cardinals are going to be bad. All right. The defense oh, okay. is oh. not going to be improved. Ladies and gentlemen, we told <laughs> you. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll let you right. go ahead. Go ahead. Kyler Murray's going to try to do as much as he can, but that air raid offense, air raid, I'm going to do in quotes, oh, no. has never been there. What, they win seven games last year and one was on a Hail Mary? Please. Oh, seven wins, no. max. Hail and Mary. that's with the interim coach coming in and improving oh, the team. No. Wow. Oh, so you're saying oh, they get better with an interim he, coach. He, oh. Barry, he gets fired in the middle of the season. Yeah, Not he's as... the first coach fired. He will be fired. Oh. I, I don't know when their bye week is, but he will be fired the first Before coach. The... Oh, 
for anybody else in the middle of the season. That's how bad they're going to be. They're going to start off two wins by week eight. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. They're going to be bad. Ladies and gentlemen, we told you. (laughs) Here it is. I mean, I I can't change it. It's just how it's going to be. Hey, Sorry, okay. Cardinals fans, if you're really listening to this. I mean, because there's not many Cardinals fans. Oh, no. He's just throwing the hot flames at you guys. What else you got for us? All right. Steelers have sub 500 record and move on from Big Ben and Tomlin this year. Oh. Ooh, okay. You had me there at Big Ben. I feel like Tomlin has that respect to stay. <laughs> The reason why I say that is because their locker room is going to fall apart. And just because just like he wasn't able to control Antonio Brown, he's not able to control Juju with his TikTok posts and all that stuff. He's going to that locker room is going to fall apart. And that's they're just going to be wanting to move completely in a new direction. Okay, I'm I'm out there. I like like your reasons. reasons I like that reasoning on that one. So, um. Carson Wentz is done. Oh, okay. Yeah. This- hey, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you for coming on. Um, Fez has left. Oh, the- okay. Yeah. I'm gonna take my he's going to show the reason that. why he, oh, hey, man. this is good for you, though. Oh, so instead man. of having to cost you more draft picks oh, for him actually no. uh, performing decently and you still not making the playoffs, you're not going to make the playoffs and he's going to be bad. So you do- he doesn't cost you the extra draft picks. But he's done. There was a reason why he didn't make it to a Division One school. Oh, oh no. wow. Goodness. North Dakota State. He's taking shots. <laughs> well, wait a minute. What about Trey Lance? It doesn't it's work. The same for him. Thing. Oh, <laughs> come on. It's the same school. You're killing me. Oh, gosh. And he's right. still going, ladies and gentlemen. Keep All right. The Detroit Lions are going to go 0 and 17. They're going to be the worst team in football. I know. I know I the Houston either. Texans are there. I, I don't think that's a cool take. Yeah, but um, take. but I feel like the Texans might be able to beat the Jaguars or the Colts. Or oh, okay. Okay. This oh, man okay. said the Colts just to make it oh. worse. <laughs> All right. Um, these aren't nearly as spicy. I guess I should have started with some of these, but uh. Buffalo's gonna win, have more wins than the Giants and the Jets combined, and wow. I think that Buffalo's only gonna have like eleven wins. So wow. that's saying something. And uh, Justin Fields will be the quarterback by week six. I agree and, with that one. And Nagy's gonna be gone uh, a little after Kingsbury. I yeah, I I agree with Nagy, and then I think uh, the quarterback starts by like week three. So that's kind of what I had for hot takes. Ladies and gentlemen that are watching on YouTube, if you can see my face right now, it's in disbelief. (laughs) Um, We told you. Don't act like we didn't warn you. We told you what was going to happen. See, fortunately, we're prepared for this. All right? We're prepared for this. This is not our first rodeo. For you who are watching right now, if you need a little time to just kind of step away from the computer, come back, you know, just step. I mean, this guy says some stuff that you may just want to throw away. We get it. We really do. But hey, come on back to us. I'm not going to elaborate on that. Go ahead. If you have any issues, you know, you can uh, send me an email at (laughs) andrew.win at outlook.com and I'll be... uh, 
I'll, oh, I'll respond. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go next. I only have two of them. Um, I do have a coach being fired, but that is Mr. John Gruden. Um, you gave this guy too much power. He's been out of the, yep. he's been out of the league for too long. And then trying to come back and implement stuff. I just don't think you should have given him that much power. Um, I, I do think they hit the rebuild button on everything. And I do think Derek Carr is gone, not because it's his fault. It's just get the, the picks rebuild. of the guys that while you can and just completely rebuild this new stadium. You got to get somebody out there. Chucky is not that great of a coach, in my opinion. And when you have a quarterback or you have him playing head GM, assistant GM, whatever it is, it just the guy traded Mac and now he's trying to get Mac back. Like, come on, bro. Why did you even trade him in the first place? Uh, Ravens fans, you may not want to hear this. I got you missing the playoffs. Dang it. That was going to be one of mine. <laughs> I got you missing the playoffs. Um, your front seven, man, is just – it is brutal what you lost. I just don't – you have a pretty good secondary. Maybe saying pretty good is a little bit of an understatement. I say you have a good secondary, but it's not going to mean nothing when the quarterback is just sitting back there. Clayus Campbell seems like he's been playing since 2000. I feel like he's older than Brady. And I don't think you miss it because it's Lamar's fault. I think you miss it because your defensive front is just, I don't know outside of Campbell. I know you drafted some guy. Yes, Patrick Queen is there, but you're asking a lot out of him. And I don't think that's going to be enough. And your Matt Judon's gone. Unique is gone. Granted, maybe he didn't do as much. But, yeah, that, those are my two hot takes. Uh, Jake, hit us with some hot takes, man. So one of the hot takes kind of aligns with what Andrew said. Um, it's about the Patriots. I really don't like the Patriots at all this year. Um, I don't think Mac Jones is going to be Brady 2.0. I think he's going to be – People are defenses are going to realize what he is by like week three, and it's going to be real easy to shut it down. As we saw in the preseason, it was a lot of dink and dunk. It wasn't anything that anything special. That's something you can easily change. Um, and we've seen this happen a lot of times. Teams spend so much money in free agency on defense that it doesn't. It's not good in the long run. The Giants did it in the off season of the 2011 season. They went 11 and five, but then that defense was so bad after, and they had so much cap put into these contracts that they had to wait a few years just to even get back to being able to sign some players. So I don't think it works. They signed a lot of guys that are not that young. Um, I just don't like it that much. Gilmore is becoming a problem. He's now hurt. He doesn't want to play. There's just a lot going on. I don't like the Pats at all. Um, and I do think um, that Bill Belichick might not be the coach. Okay, now we're we all really think good. he is. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say fired. I was about to say, No, I don't think Bill Belichick ends up being, when it's all said and done, the coach that we think he is. Um, I do think that it ends up being the other way around where Brady made him versus Belichick making Brady. Um, so I think that's what ha ends up happening at the end of his career. I could see possibly moving on from Bill Belichick in a few years, just not right now. Yeah. And then I, you had me with the Ravens. I do not like the Ravens at all. I give I, I, I joke around about Lamar Jackson a lot, but it's he literally has nothing on his offense right now. 
he's got he's got running backs just dropping on him. His receivers are dropping, and then neither of us like the D line that much at all. And then yeah. the secondary is good, but we saw what happened last year with that secondary. They started off super hot and then died out. So that's the only thing. I don't think it's going to be Lamar. I give him a hard time a lot. Call him a running back. It's he has nothing this year, so it's yeah, going to be really tough. I don't know if I would say this year or these injuries to the to the receivers aren't long lasting. It's mainly just your running backs, obviously Dobbins. And then, as I mentioned, beginning of the show. Um, So I get that. But I do like the fact that they've added actual receivers um, in the draft. Yeah, I mean, I guess Sammy's there. He's going to give you three good weeks. But yeah, um, unless you. Again, for those of you who are listening, look, hot takes is literally what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a hot take. Excuse my behemoth of a dog barking in the background. Um, but don't be mad at us. Don't be mad at Fez, <laughs> although I want to be. But I know this is just how it is. It's hot takes. Again, like he mentioned, he's wrong a lot of the times. He will strike strike a gold on, on quite a few of them. Um, he failed to also mention that he also predicted uh, Andrew Luck wouldn't play again, and I cried. So, oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. I did predict that, saying that Andrew Luck was not going to play. Yeah, I cried at this forgot. guy's house, too. Um, so one thing I would say about Gruden is Mark Davis is so cheap, and he's got five or six years left on his contract. There's no way Gruden's going anywhere. Mark Davis cuts his own hair. So, I mean, he's not willing to pay paycheck. So, I don't think John Gruden's going anywhere. Um, And that's why they didn't keep Mac, because he didn't want to pay him. Yeah. And as for Belichick, I could see him stepping away from the game a little early to protect that legacy. If things go south this year, I mean. You're not going to fire me. I'm going to retire. I get that. I like that. Yeah, because with how the team's trending and how everything's going and just how we've seen these things happen in the past by spending all of your money in the offseason on a defense it usually never works um for a long term it might work for one season but a long term is not the answer that if mac jones isn't it you're gonna have to try to get another quarterback and then tom brady's out here just winning super bowls after bill belichick it kind of the narrative will switch uh did bill make brady or did brady make bill belichick but and last, lastly here, I don't – and the reason why I can't – like saying that the Pats are going to win seven games now, I feel is perfectly fine. Now, had Cam stayed, then yes, I feel like that is a hot take because I felt like with Cam, he probably added a little bit more excitement. I don't expect Mac Jones to be out here throwing it deep. And I really think it's nothing, but I feel like the the tight ends and the running backs are going to be more involved than Aguilar and uh, Kendrick Bourne will be. And to say seven games as a rookie, yeah. But I do get what you mean because they went out and spent a lot of the the money um, on players. But had they kept Cam, I I felt like, okay, yeah, that's a hot take. To say they go, what, seven and nine or whatever the case is, with Mac Jones, I don't think that's a hot take to be real with. And you. I only think the Cam Belichick got, thing, though, I do think is a hot, uh, hot take. I only think Cam got released because of not wanting to be vaccinated. Um, that is definitely yeah. something that the Kraft family really wants for the organization as a whole. Um, and then he had that little incident, which they said wasn't his fault. 
but they were uh, mad at him apparently. But they were mad. Yeah. And if he doesn't want to get vaccinated, and that's something they would like from their teams, if it's not, if you don't do the Patriot way, you're gone. And if that was something that was part of the Patriot way, that's probably why he got released. And that's probably why he's not being signed either. Yeah. You don't want your backup to be a reason that you can't use a backup for COVID reasons. That's why you have a backup. You want your backup to be vaccinated because if your starting quarterback that chooses not to is out for COVID, you have a backup that you're not going to have to worry about that can step into the role. Yeah. But ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. Our hot takes. Hey, let us know down in the comments what hot takes you got for us this season. Uh, We appreciate any and every support that you give us. Uh, But now we're going to move into some fantasy football. Uh, A couple months ago, we played this or that. Uh, We're going to bring it back a little bit. We know uh, fantasy drafts, like I mentioned, top of the show are underway. Um, Maybe you just completed one uh, yesterday like we did. So we're going to go through. We got at least three for each position. And um, I'm going to ask these guys uh, who they feel, as far as a fantasy perspective, who they like for this year. So we're going to start off with uh, Fez, this or that, Justin Herbert or Russell Wilson. So he hates both, which is why this is difficult. (laughs) That's why I picked this one. (laughs) As much as I think that Justin Herbert is going to have a sophomore slump. Here's the thing. If you got to pick, get Russell Wilson, but then you got to find another quarterback because after week six, the defense is going to figure out Seattle's offense and he's going to put up monster points at the beginning of the season. But towards the end, he's putting up 19 points, 15 points. You you can't have that. Now, Justin Herbert, uh, he's probably going to be your better, better pick, honestly, um, gotcha. if you need somebody for the entire year. And I can attest to the Russell Wilson because I had him last year. And he was insane, dropping 50, 55 the first couple of weeks. And then it got to where everybody else was. You were in the 20s. And there was a couple of really bad weeks. But, yeah, it, was, it wasn't the same. Now this or that for you, Jake. Matt Stafford or Ryan Tannehill? For fantasy purposes, I pick Ryan Tannehill. I really do like that offense for fantasy-wise. Um, I think... I think Derrick Henry gets involved in the passing game a little bit more. I know that's something that a lot of even himself wants to be involved in the offense as much as he can. And Ryan Tannehill is a very underrated fantasy quarterback. So I really do like Ryan Tannehill. Now moving into some running backs, Fez, Kareem Hunt, or Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacobs. Um, he's going to get the majority of the load, um, even though he has my boy Drake right behind him. Um, um, Josh Jacobs, uh, he's going to get a lot more touches than Kareem Hunt will. That being said, Kareem Hunt's a great flex. If you can, uh, you probably get Kareem Hunt a little later than Josh Jacobs in the draft. I agree there with you on that one. Um, Jake, DeAndre Swift, or your boy Joe Mixon. Ben might want to DeAndre Swift. Get me away from Joe Mixon. I do not want him anywhere near my roster. If I put him on my roster, he'll spread like COVID and everybody will be on the IR. I want nothing to do with Joe Mixon. And now moving into our receivers, Fez, Mike Evans, or Cooper Cup. 
100% Cooper Cup. Mike Evans, he's going to put up those uh, games where he puts up a bunch of points, and then he's also going to give you a goose egg. Cooper Cup might give you five or six points a couple weeks, but he's going to also put up consistent numbers much more than Mike Evans will. Yeah, I definitely agree there. All right, uh, Jake, everyone wants to know, this or that, C.D. Lamb or Amari Cooper? I like C.D. Lamb a lot more than Amari Cooper. Um, I think Amari Cooper takes a back seat this year, and I think C.D. Lamb explodes for this offense. But I don't think – the reason why I say that, if you have a chance to get – like if both of them are at your spot and you're kind of wanting to do something a little different, I don't see the harm of going C.D. Lamb. But if you miss out on Amari Cooper and C.D.'s there, don't feel like, oh, crap. You know, the, the potential is so much far. Like it's – Cooper's such a tier higher. It's not that far apart. So I, I, I – but for me personally, I like C.D. Lamb. And now going into our tight ends, uh, Jake, we're going to stay with you. Kyle Pitts or Mark Andrews? For this season, I like Mark Andrews. Um, but I think starting next season, um, I think we're going to say Kyle Pitts. I think Kyle Pitts starts off really slow um, and then picks it up towards the middle of the season and then just booms at the end of the year. Now this one might be a little bit of a tough one for Fez. Tight ends, this or that. <laughs> Robert Tunyon or Mike Gesicki? You got to go Mike Gesicki. He put up consistent numbers last year with Fitzpatrick and Tua throwing to him. Now he's got a rapport with Tua, and he's going to get um, a lot of uh, attention from Tua, but also more attention from the defensive backs. So, But – I had Robert Tanyan, and he put up goose eggs for me on a regular occasion. And Gesicki's not going to do that. He's going to get you at least some points. Yeah, Tanyan's a touchdown-dependent tight end. Yeah, I agree there. And now moving into some defenses. Fez, Washington or the Steelers? Washington. They're going to have... Chase Young, who's going to disrupt. I feel like that um, they're they're going to have maybe the best defense in the game. Uh, Steelers, it's the very dependent on how their offense does, and I feel like that offense is going to be able to sustain drives. And for you, Jake, this or that, Colts, Ravens. Definitely going Colts here. Uh, don't like the Ravens defense at all. I think they might start off like they did last year. They may start strong, but it's not going to be something consistent throughout the year. I think you get more consistency out of Indianapolis. And I'm right there with you. But, hey, we can't stop there. Kickers need love, too. Kickers are people also. Hey, they may help you win your league this year. They may help you win a game this year. We'll see. Uh, this or that, Jake, Young Ho Ku or Harrison Butker? I'm going to go Young Ho Koo. Um, I think he definitely puts up flex numbers sometimes. Um, that's how crazy it is. You can, I sometimes feel like you should put him in the flex and start another kicker with how many points he puts up. I think Atlanta is going to be that team that gets close, gets into that 30, 40 yard field goal range, but just can't convert more than that. So I do think Young Ho Koo gets a lot of op- opportunities. So I do want to say that it's Young Way. It's pronounced Young Way. Young Way. Young Way, cool. 
Okay, there we go. Sorry no, there, Mr. Ku. Hey, don't uh Hey, still send us a jersey maps. though. Yeah, send me it. I don't want your jersey. I don't want kickers. Jersey. What, what the kickers yeah, need love too, man. <laughs> they do, but I don't want your jersey, bro. <laughs> if I'm gonna get a jersey from a kicker, it'll at least be somebody on my team. Anyways, our last this or that we have Jason Sanders or Tyler Bass. Fez, which one are you going with? I think Sanders was the most consistent kicker last year, so I I would still uh, hold to the Sanders. Um, plus, the Dolphins might also have an issue with uh, punching it in, so you might be looking at a lot of field goals as well. I like it. Hey, and there we have it with some this or that. Uh, just some guys that we like. You get to get our perspective uh, in case you're doing your draft um, like Jake was doing beginning of the show or uh, if you got one coming up. Um, yeah, we didn't want to go like obvious guys. Like you could have done uh, who you're going to pick, Mahomes or Josh Allen. Yeah. We wanted to get those middle of the draft guys where you're actually pondering on what you're going to do. You have a minute and a half and you're actually probably going to use that minute and a half to decide what you're going to do. Yeah. So we wanted to get players like that. Now we are going to go into uh, something that we're going to do just about every single week. Start, sit, fantasy matchups we like and dislike. Uh, we're going to start with the ones we like. I'm going to start off on this one. Uh, one that I like. Sign me up for some Kyler Murray against the Titans defense. Uh, Titans defense, I've been putting you on notice. Yeah, you got uh, Bud Dupree. Woohoo. Um, yeah, you got Janoris Jenkins. Ooh, you drafted Caleb Farley. Ooh. I just don't see it. I really don't. Your, your secondary is bad. Front seven, I don't think is as good either. I just feel like Murray's going to have a day. And he's going to go off on your entire defense, uh, running and throwing. Uh, my second uh, start for this week, if you got Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen against the Bengals, you better start both of them if you got them because the Bengals just lost a corner um, for this week. The secondary outside of um, – what's his name? Safety. Bates. Outside Bates. of Bates is – Pretty bad, to be honest with you. Their best corner, William Jackson, is now on Washington. And I don't know who outside of that you got. So I definitely start Justin Jefferson or uh, Adam Thielen this week if you got him. And for my last uh, start for this week, I'm going Niners defense against the Lions. That's pretty easy right there. Some some against Goff. Uh, offensive line is just bad. Yeah, I know they, they drafted Penny Sewell. But we saw what, what happened and some preseason work and Niners are getting healthy or at least are healthy now for the time being. Um, and I just don't like them on that matchup um, at all. So definitely if you got Niners defense, give them a start for this week. Uh, Fez, what uh, start matchups you got for us for week one of fantasy? So I basically said all Vikings, just start all Vikings. Um, <laughs> Dalvin I Cook. like that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dalvin Cook is going to be great. Um, I had, um, Jefferson and Thielen as starts. Um, I would also say I like the – I really like the um, Cleveland running backs against the Chiefs. I feel like that they're going to try to sell out against um, the pass there. So I'm, I'm thinking Chubb and Kareem Hunt even as starts. Jake, 
Hit us with your starts for this week. Um, so I'm actually going to do – like I don't want to go with the obvious ones, um, but I really do like uh, James Robinson against Houston. I feel like that's going to be really good for week one. Houston doesn't have uh, really much on that defense, so I think James Robinson's going to have – which is going to be a good start also for uh, uh, just – Wow, I was going to call him Jennifer Lawrence because that's what you always call him. <laughs> but <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, um, I I think both of them have – you can probably start Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, wow, I just said it again. Trevor Lawrence. You can start Trevor Lawrence if you're in a deeper league. Uh, deeper league, two-quarterback league. I like starting Lawrence also. Um, I do like Jonathan Taylor because Seattle doesn't have a great defensive line as well. Um, I think that's a nice way to get him started for the year. Um, and then for receivers, I love Calvin Ridley against Philly. Um, I think Calvin Ridley is going to have a really good game against Philly. They're not going to be able to stop him. And then I do like Cooper Cup versus Chicago. I think they're going to be able to do some damage there. And then I'll do a tight end. Um, you're all, Obviously, you're always going to start Kelsey no matter what the defense is. But I love George Kittle against Detroit. Like, he's going to eat this week. Like, any 49er that you have that's healthy, start against Detroit. Like, that's going against any any, any team this year that's against Detroit. Start them. Um, it's going to be ridiculous what they're going to do. And where there are starts, there are also sits. Uh, some sits that I have for this week. I got to stay there with the Bengals Vikings. Please sit, Joe Burrow. Uh Head coach might want to sit him in real life, too, because, man, it might get really ugly. I just don't see – you haven't really improved your offensive line. Hunter's back, Pierce uh, up the middle. I'm pretty sure they got Tomlinson also that was on the, the Giants. Sure, up that middle. The defense is just better. I just don't see this being pretty for them. Um, another – I could have gone lines with Jared Goff, but I feel like that's a little bit too easy. A sit that I'm going to have is – Danny Dimes against the Broncos defense. Broncos defense is very legit. Von Miller is out to prove he hasn't lost a step. Bradley Chubb and crew, PS2. Uh, Simmons, the whole guys are back there. They're ready to pick off um, uh, Danny Dimes as well. And for my last one, Allen Robinson fans, it's going to be a a cold night for you because Jalen Ramsey is putting that blanket over him. Uh, the entire night. I don't like Allen Robinson against Jalen Ramsey in that defense because Ramsey will cover him the entire night. Um, so that's what I have as far as some sits. Fez, who do you have for some sits for this week? So I have a similar vein, um, David Montgomery. I feel like with Andy Dalton back there, there's no reason why the Rams don't just stack the box against David Montgomery. He's not going to get points. I know that he's a, one of your top draft picks, but you might want to find a different running back. Another sit that I would say is uh, TJ Hawkinson. Don't start him. He's not. Don't don't start Detroit Lion tight ends. Uh, I I know you may have drafted him. He's not good. Uh, well, he he might be fine, but um, his team is yeah. No just good. this week, yeah, against yeah. the yeah. I get that. And I would uh, stay clear of. Robbie Anderson this week. I I just uh, 
I don't like him going against the Jets. I feel like the Jets are going to be a lot better defensively. And I, while um, Darnold might have something to prove, I think the Jets have more to prove. Jake, hit us with some sits. Um, I think you sit Daryl Henderson. Um, I think you sit him a lot during the season. They added Sonya Michelle. I do think Michelle's going to get enough targets to mess with Henderson. Um, I don't, unless you really need to start Henderson, he's probably going to be on sit for a lot of the season just because there's a lot of mouths to feed on that Rams team. And I highly doubt the only time they'll probably be running is if they're up by a lot, uh, which could happen, but I just don't like Daryl Henderson going into the week. Um, and then I also, I probably, now this is hard to say sit him because he's a really good wide receiver, but you're going against the Rams. So I think I'm going to sit Allen Robinson this week. Um, and then let's see what else. I'm, I'm with uh, Andrew there. You're going to sit TJ Hawkinson. He's great, but the team sucks. Um, and then Mike Gusecki against the Patriots. I don't like the matchup this week. I like Gusecki for the season. I just don't like it this week. And the same thing for Miles Gaskin. I love Gaskins, just not this week. Gaskins is going to be – he's going to do good for the team. He's going to do good for your fantasy team. I just don't like him against the Patriots this week. And there you have it, guys. Some good matchups going there. Um, again, we're going to try to help you, provide you with these uh, good start and sit matchups each and every week. Also, too, as the weeks go on, some good waiver wire pickups. Obviously, we can't really give you any right now uh, because you're probably doing your draft up until Thursday. Or there's really not anyone buzzing, so to speak, right now. Um, which is okay, but we'll make sure to have that covered for you going forward. Um, but as of right now, that concludes our NFL part. Uh, obviously, again, we're so excited for some NFL to be back. Um, but just where we have some NFL news, we got a little bit of NBA news going on for you guys. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, who was traded to the Detroit Pistons, was bought out by the Pistons and is on his way to the old man Lakers where they just continue to have no shortage of walkers for their guys who show up. Jake, what do you think about the move for the old man Lakers? I mean, it's the LAAARP team. So let's see what's going on over there. Um, Stole that from my guys at uh, Undisputed. But I I mean, what is it going to do? I think Dwight Howard is going to be your guy. Um, I think it's probably just a depth piece. He sh- he plays older than what he is, which is bad because he's not that old. But I just – what he used to do, he can't do anymore. Has he added anything to his game? I don't think so. Yeah. So I think it's more of a depth pickup. I'd rather them sign Adam Sandler like I've been seeing all the memes. Oh, damn. <laughs> Same. That would be pure comedy. Oh, man. That would be great. And uh, also, too, in our little bit of NBA news – Hey, don't look now. LaMarcus Aldridge is back after retiring for four months. Yay. Uh, I just have something to add on this. Now, look, I don't want to take away from the fact that the condition that he had with the heart when he found out was not serious. I just thought instead of saying I'm going to retire, just simply step away. 
say, yeah. I'm going to step away. I need to, to make sure I'm good, that I'm cleared to go. It just looks a little bad that you do this. Oh, I'm going to step, I'm going to retire with the heart. And, you know, also too, with, you know, spending more time with my family. Hey, JK, I'm back. Yeah. Come on, bro. Like you got, it's so just many, like away. people reached out to you. They left yeah. you heartfelt messages. They wanted you to get better. Like you should have really just taken and it yeah, back. Granted, we're glad you are better. But if you're now clear for the doctors, it kind of makes me think, did you even go to the doctor <laughs> in the first place? So I don't know. I mean, obviously the New York or New York, the Brooklyn Nets are definitely loving that he's back. It's just like, again, man, just step away, get right. And then when you're ready, tell the Nets that you're ready and they'll go from there. But if, yeah, if it happens again, um, yeah. you need to get a new doctors, my guy. Yeah, some. Stop seeing gotta... the same doctor Tyrod Taylor saw. <laughs> you got anything to add to the NBA news there, Fez? Yeah, I just uh, NBA players aren't usually the best at uh, making uh, the smartest decisions. Uh, a lot of times they're filled with echo chambers and a lot of yes men. You know, you see, yeah. you kind of see what Kyrie Irving does, and maybe he's getting his advice from Kyrie. So, oh God. Hey, I can see it there too. Uh, moving on into our other sports, uh, pretty quiet so far. We know college football kicked off this past Saturday, uh, had the Miami Hurricanes pulled an upset. We probably would have had a little bit more to talk about over Alabama, but obviously Alabama showed them that, hey, there's a little bit of a, a gap here as far as talent goes. Uh, nor- number 10, North Carolina, did get upset by Virginia Tech, 17 to 10. Um, other than that, for the most part, uh, Nothing really as far as upsets that kind of went on in college football. Um, baseball, we know, is pretty much really just gearing up the focus uh, for that postseason run. And, uh, again, NBA, as we mentioned, with the little small news there. But uh, we're, we're really just really excited for the NFL to start. Uh, and that's going to take us to our last segment, the hype. Um Hey, we reached out to you guys this week. Uh, you guys didn't have anything exciting for us this week. So we're going to start with our guest first. Fez, give the people something that you're hyped for this week, man. I'm super hyped for the NFL season. Um, I'm ready to see uh, the Dolphins uh, go 1-0, and uh, beat the Patriots, and uh, show my boy Tua some love. And uh, I'm actually really uh, hyped for um, – all the games. I'm just hyped for Red Zone to be back. I'm I'm hyped to see hear uh, Scott Hansen talking about all the games being played and and just all the coverage that comes with that. Yeah, man, for sure. Jake, tell the people something you're hyped for, man. Football, man. Like, it, it, you don't understand how. I mean, the, these guys understand, but for those that are just like, it's just a sport. Like, it's no, it's not. There's something to watch on Sunday. There's something to get excited about. If you're as into fantasy football as we are, there's so much on the line. Like this is life or death for us. <laughs> like it is, it's insane on this league that we have. Like there's so much trash talk that if you lose, it's almost like you you need to cry. You need to take off work. You can't you can't concentrate at work anymore. You're constantly on your phone. You don't want to do something crazy because you lost. So it's just something to watch, man. Thursday's going to be awesome kickoff. 
I don't even like these teams, but I'm going to watch probably the whole game. Like, it's it's just awesome to have football back. And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, we are all in agreement of hype. Football opening week is just a beautiful thing. Um, if you're like me, you're probably going to watch as many games on Sunday as you can. Obviously, like Jake alluded to, I don't really care for the Cowboys or the Bucks, but the fact that it's football in general and that it's on, I will be there glued to the TV so I'm right there with you guys. Fantasy football, again, if you're not into it, hopefully by us talking about it each and every week, you can get into it. It's very addicting. I've probably stared at my team that we drafted last night 30 yes. times, and that's <laughs> not even exaggerating it. Um, but, yeah, that's what we're hyped for. Uh, as always, each and every week, we're always hyped for you guys listening to us, showing the love. Uh, Fez, we appreciate you for sure coming on. This will definitely not be your last time coming on the show for sure. We got to start these hot takes, make sure that we keep track of them as the season goes on and uh, make sure to have uh, Fez come back to see where he was right and where he was wrong. Fez, you got anything to say for the people? Well, I appreciate you guys having me on. And uh, yeah, those hot takes are out in the ether for uh, everybody to hear. And uh, maybe I can come back uh, through the quarter of the season and uh, might maybe we'll uh, know that Cliff Kingsbury's gone by then and, and um, if not, um, I'll, I'll be sure to have some more hot takes by then. So um, uh, maybe a quarterly review or I'll, I'll talk with you guys. But uh, I yeah, had a lot of fun and thanks for having me on. Definitely, man. Uh, Jake, hit us with some wise words in the outro, man. Yeah, guys, uh, we love doing this. Like this was a really fun episode. We're going to get into we're probably going to get a lot more comfortable as the season goes on because it's just football. We love it so much. Bringing the fantasy aspect to it, you know, comment down below on on like our post. If you guys have questions about fantasy, um, when we put the what are you hyped for? Or if you want, we can even put a post. Um, if you have any fantasy football questions, start and sit questions that helps us with content. <clears throat> Excuse me to figure out what you guys really want to listen to um thanks to fez we appreciate you coming on giving us your cold takes uh, we will have you back if they don't work out that's definitely happening um but super fun we love having doing this man um keep showing the love and support you guys always do we're out have a good week peace Regular Guys Podcast.